Welcome back to NapaBroadcasting.com as we turn our attention once again to entertainment. Before Bottle Rock, before the Uptown, before the Opera House, there really was entertainment in Napa Valley. A lot of people talk about they remember old traditions, they remember when. Well, one of the things that's important to remember is that Barb and Margaret Mondavi, long before we had a proliferation of entertainment here, thought about using the winery as an entertainment venue. In fact, this year is the 46th anniversary of the Mondavi Summer Music Festival, and I am joined now by Kathy Magner of the Robert Mondavi Winery to talk about this year's 46th Mondavi Winery Summer Festival. Kathy, thanks so much for being here. Well, thank you for having me. It's, it's a pleasure to be here. great to have you here. 46 years. It is uh, pretty remarkable that long before all these things that, that I was just sort of rattling off, there really was uh, entertainment here. Yes, absolutely. Just uh, It's a testament. You know, we look at Mr. Mondavi as that visionary for wine, and he had the perfect partner with Margaret to be that visionary for the culture and the arts that she brought to the winery and the community. Talk a little bit about the history. Who performed at the very first one of these? Oh, gosh. Well, the very first one was in 1969, and that was um, just, I believe it was just the symphony that performed at that one. Um, and then there was a longstanding tradition of always starting the concerts off with Preservation Hall Jazz, Jazz Band. Band. So we uh, brought them back last year to celebrate 45 years, which was a lot of fun, and they had a great time. But we've had Tony Bennett, Ella Fitzgerald, I mean, just legends, Dave Brubeck. Uh, we had Dave Cause last year, who was been there seven times as of last year. So just some amazing talent over the years, and we're continuing on with those legendary artists and it's a great venue. I mean, one of the things that, that's so interesting is that if you talk to people that have been around here a long time, they may not have been to all and they may have missed some things that they wanted to go to, but everybody has been there at some point and everybody yeah. has a story to tell and everybody has an experience that, that happened there. Yeah, and I think that's that's the word right there. It's the experience. Uh, we like to think of it more than just a concert. You're coming there, you're enjoying food and wine and your friends and your family. You're sitting on the lawn and Margaret always talks about, you know, the stars coming out in the evening. It's just the perfect intimate venue to experience music. And the other thing is that if you go to multiple events there, the experience is always a little bit different. I mean, different performers attract different crowds and sometimes it's a cool evening and sometimes it's brutally hot right. and it may be unpleasant for a little while till the sun sort of fades a little but it's all part of the experience it is yeah and those perfect evenings are when it's a little warmer out um, because once the sun does go down it's the perfect evening just sitting outside and you barely need a coat and you're just enjoying the music. Talk a little bit about the food part of it, because that's always been a big deal as well. And we'll come Absolutely. to the wine in a few yeah. minutes. Yeah. So we've evolved over time. Um, traditionally, you know, for years and years, people always brought food, which they're still welcome to bring food to the venue. But we have added uh, food vendors to our concerts just to make it easier for our customers. They just show up and enjoy music. We have food. We have wine. This year, we added Off the Grid which is a San Francisco-based food truck company. Right. So each week we're going to change it up a little bit and offer different foods uh, each week. So we'll have about four vendors from off the grid. And then, of course, Ben & Jerry's, which everybody loves in right. a hot night. Nothing's better than some cool ice cream. And the Vintage Sweet Shop is another great vendor that we have. And she brings just amazing, amazing desserts, cookies and 
um, different chocolate and things like that. And then if you want the ultimate experience, we do have our own culinary team led by Jeff Mosier. And so you can have the dinner seating package. And that's a great experience. You start off in the cellar with a nice wine reception. We're pouring some lovely Robert Mondavi winery wines. And then we bring you out to the venue and seat you amongst the Tokelon Vineyard in between the rows. And you have a nice family-style dinner, again, enjoyed with the wines. And that's where you sit and enjoy the concert. So you're at a little elevated level from the rest of the crowd on the lawn. Um, And it's just, it's a lovely experience. And and the food is fantastic as well. Talk about the -the off-the-grid arrangement. The actual trucks won't be there. How's that going to work? Yeah. um, Unfortunately, we just don't have space for trucks. So we have our west patio right behind our vineyard room. So they'll just bring in sort of pop-up tent Mm -hmm. type setup. And they'll do the food back there. It won't look like Fort Mason does. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) Not that crowded, yeah. Um, So we just limited space and just enough to, you know, take care of the guests that are seated on the lawn or the reserve sections that we have, either the reserve patio or the reserve lawn area. Right. And talk about the wine because that is uh, really the heart of all of it. Absolutely. Um, You know, so... We like to, you know, we have the retail room open, so you're welcome to purchase. And we've added the past few years, we do a nice chilled ice bucket with our Fumé Blanc, the Chardonnay, or the Rosé, which is a small production we do just during the summer months. And then you get that with two stemless wine glasses, so you're all set to sit on the lawn with your wine. We'll stay nice and cool and enjoy the show. So it's, yeah, it's, everything's available for purchase as far as the wine goes. And then if for some reason you forgot a coat or a sweater, we do have some lovely logo wear in the retail shop to take care of that. So that's what we're trying to get to a point where we have everything that you may need um, to enjoy the show. Mm -hmm. And you've been there, we were talking before we uh, went on the air, that you've been there 19 years. Talk a little bit about how you've seen in your experience this festival change, how the crowd has changed, how the whole experience of it has, has morphed over time. Yeah. You know, originally when it was started, it was more of a jazz festival. Um, and more jazz festivals started uh, taking place in the local Bay Area. Um, and so we decided, you know, we needed to change it up because it wasn't quite as popular, the jazz music. So we wanted to attract a new audience. And so we are going, you know, a good mix of, of genre of music. So we have some jazz this year, you know, Trombone Shorty, mm-hmm. New Orleans jazz, but he's a bit younger. Um, so he'll attract a little bit of a younger audience. So we're just really trying to introduce new people to the winery so they can experience what a great venue it is, but also the f- incredible wines that we are uh, we're making at the winery. And what have you seen change in terms of the crowd, in terms of who comes and, and, and who participates? Yeah, we still have some traditional people that come year after year. And to them, it's... it's They're still waiting for the preservation well, jazz band no, to come funny. back. Well, it's funny. We still have people that actually, it doesn't matter who's performing. They just like the experience right. of being you know, at the concerts and just the environment that we provide. But we are seeing a lot more of a younger audience. Your 20 and 30-year-olds mm-hmm. are starting to um, discover the winery, which is really nice um, because we've had people that it's their first time there and I hear comments oh my gosh this is amazing I can't wait till next summer 
Um, and that's nice to hear that people are really enjoying the what we're providing. There was just an article, I think it was today, yesterday, the past few days in the LA Times mm-hmm. about young people, millennials, and, and wine, and, and yeah. just uh, dramatic appreciation. Exactly, yeah. The interesting thing about the, the younger generation, too, is they, they tend to wait a little bit more to the last minute to purchase tickets. So <laughs> we do Always waiting to, for a better offer. I know, to, to buy early, because I know last year we, we sold out on, on Colby Calais, and there were still people trying to get tickets. So, you know, the earlier you get the tickets, the, the better off you are. And let's talk about this year's lineup. Yeah, no, we're really excited. Um, starting off on the 4th of July on Saturday, um, because it falls on Saturday. So it's going to be a nice way for locals or people from out of town to spend their 4th of July weekend with us. We'll have, of course, you know, uh, incredible music that night. So the opener that night is Andrew McMahon. And he's sort of an up-and-coming artist um, is getting more known. So he'll play a little bit longer of an opening set than a traditional opener. Then we'll have our intermission, and then the Wallflowers will be that kickoff concert. And, of course, we'll end the night with an incredible fireworks show. And anybody who hasn't seen that fireworks show uh, doesn't know how great of a fireworks show it is. So I highly encourage uh, that to be your, your 4th of July plans this year. And then the next week, we have Philip Phillips, who's an American Idol winner right. and is quite popular. Uh, the following week is Lyle Lovett and his large band. And I've never seen him live, but just hear just amazing things about his performance. Um, and then we'll have Melissa Etheridge on the 25th. And then we end the season with Trombone Shorty, who is just amazingly talented and just a lot of good energy. So it's going to be a fun night. I mean, I'm looking forward to every week because each artist is going to bring a different element and um, people have a good time. Take us behind the scenes a little bit and talk a little bit about how this lineup all comes together. How does this this process work? Because we suddenly see all this entertainment going on here in Napa now. So right. how, how does it work for, for you? How do uh, how do those decisions get made? Yeah, well, we have a team that we work with that are, are contracted, and um, they're very well connected in the music industry. And the music industry, as, as we know, has changed dramatically with the Internet and um, free music, whereas artists used to tour um, and not make so much money on the touring, but more off of album sales. It's, it's sort it's of the reversed. other way around. Right? Exactly. Yeah. So it's a little bit harder to secure these big names. Um, so it takes a little bit longer. But uh, like I say, the, the team that we work with uh, are just, they do an amazing job for us on bringing in some some great talent. Um, and the opening artists that we've had at the winery for a lot of these artists have been amazing as well. So that's something that, you know, sometimes people don't show up right until the main artist, but I, I encourage you to be there for the opening talent because that's that's kind of the new and up-and-coming people that are uh, getting into the music industry. Talk a little bit about how Constellation has embraced this. I mean, this was something, as we were talking about earlier, that, that Bob and Margaret Mondavi created, that Margaret was really the the prime mover of for so long, but it's really been embraced by the new ownership. Absolutely. Yeah. I, you know, it's it's so great because Margaret started this because of her passion for the arts and music being part of the arts and the concerts. I don't know if everybody is aware, they are a benefit. And originally they benefited the Napa Valley Symphony. And since it's disbanded, the sole beneficiary is the Napa Valley Unified Music Programs. Right. So it, it supports uh, what we're, we're trying to do. And, and Constellation is very much uh, community-oriented and charitable, and they recognize the, the value and importance 
of the concert series and what it does not only for the local community to come and, and to the winery, but also that we're able to give back to the local community and support. And it also embraces, I mean, all of these things that, that Bob and Margaret really cared about for so long, this mixture of, of wine, food, and the arts, and really brings it together yeah. there. Yeah, oh no, it definitely does. I mean, like I say, just the two of them were the perfect pair because of their, their vision between the wine and the arts. It just brought it all together, and it just makes for a great a great marriage how can people get tickets? What should they do? Where should they go? Yes. So go to the website. Uh, it's robertmondaviwinery.com. And we do have a concert page on our website. And from there, you'll see the lineup. And you can just go on and purchase tickets right from there. And there's four different ticket levels. Um, so the, about this will be our third year. We've added a fourth ticket level. Um, so there's the general mission ticket where you would bring your own chair or blanket to sit on the lawn. Um, the next level up is our patio. So we have a nice patio that we put in uh, three years ago, and we provide a, a regular height chair, which works really well. Some people like a reserved chair, but the reserved lawn chairs sometimes are a little low, and someone's got a bad back or a bad knee or something. <laughs> Just um, drink more wine. Yeah. <laughs> it makes all that go away. So it's a nice option. Uh, and then we have the reserved lawn section, which if you want to be right up front in front of the artist, and like I said, the, the ultimate experience would be the dinner seating. So um, you can go online and there's all sorts of information or you can uh, contact us through our uh, email as well. Or you can go to multiple uh, events and do one of each. Do one exactly. on the lawn, one yeah. for dinner. And there's no better way to plan your summer. I actually, I know people that do that. Yeah. A different, uh, different experience each way. Right, absolutely. Well, we've had people from out of town that will plan their vacation to the Valley around our concert series, which is really nice. Talk about the dates. What, give the dates yes, once Yes, so uh, July 4th will be the Wallflowers. Right. July 11th will be Philip Phillips. July 18th is Lyle Levitt and his large band. July 25th is Melissa Etheridge. And August 1st is Trombone Shorty in Orleans Avenue. Well, Kathy, I thank you so much for coming in and thank bringing you. us up to date on all this. It was I appreciate a it. Thank you. Thank you.